Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Expect anything different. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Laying Up Live show. We have already got a crowded room tonight. We are live, uh, of course, brought to you by our friends at High Noon. He is dressed for the occasion again, thanks to a bet lost last night that he proposed. Mr. TC, Tron Carter. Hello, TC. Hello, Solly. Uh, first of all, my condolences on the Bob Huggins news. I know, I know, I know how bummed you were this morning when Listen, you saw that. I'm not ready to laugh about DUIs tonight, TC. All right, so that's that's a shameful of you to bring that up here. He had, he had the empties in the in a trash bag in the passenger seat. It's not funny. It's not good. It's not funny. Uh, DJ Pie is here as well. DJ Pie, hello, Pie man. Hey guys. Uh, you know we had a, a big show last night. We were playing big last night. To quote Wyndham Clark, I'm, I'm worried about going low two days in a row. But TC's already off to a hot start, so I, I'm feeling good. Listen, we, the first. we don't recommend you do this while driving, please. That is a, a strong disclaimer here. But if you're a tequila lover who has who was never satisfied with malt-based hard seltzer offerings, you are going to love the new High Noon Tequila Seltzer. It is now available nationwide. Guys, this was a premium day of golf watching, telecast aside. So I went with the premium flavor. My favorite, we are going strawberry tonight. That is the one I saved. Oh, I'm going strawberry too. It's the best one. It is made with real tequila and real juice. It's got a clean finish because it is made with Real Blanco tequila. The Sarge has his strawberry as well. 100 calories, gluten-free, no added sugar. The tequila comes in four bright, crisp flavors. They got the already mentioned strawberry, lime, grapefruit, passion fruit. Uh, We know High Noon is great for any occasion under the sun. There's no better time than summer to try High Noon tequila seltzer. Look for High Noon tequila seltzer on Drizzly or at your local convenience or liquor store or visit HighNoonSpirits.com to find it near you. You're running through the specials. You're doing my job for me. <laughs> we could use some bread over here, uh, TC, to go with uh, what we just witnessed. Yeah, Deej, you guys want still or sparkling? Uh, just sparkling. tap is fine. Yeah. Actually, just tap. I know you're going to upcharge me for whatever whatever else Damn you're going right to do. Uh, DJ, reaction, uh, first reaction, biggest story of the day. What, what are you feeling right now, fresh off this uh, this golf that just wrapped up about 15 minutes ago? You know what? I love it. You always give me first choice. TC, you take first choice. What, what do you got? Well, because I know I we wanna... lose the show right off the bat when we <laughs> no, do no, that. No, no, no. That's why. Right. He's got the tux on. He's, he's been a real good support this week. <laughs> TC, please. The floor is yours. Uh, I a got lot of ways Ricky, we can go, certainly. I think, Ricky, I think Ricky holding firm, man. Holding strong. I know he missed the putt on 18 there, but uh, Ricky, smooth sailing, even par 70. He's showing me something. He's just rock solid. Uh, a little bit more steady today. Only three birdies, three bogeys. Uh, you know, but but I'm I'm buying Ricky. I'm long Ricky, both tomorrow and through the end of the year into 2024. I uh, I know this is not going to be a popular opinion. It's not why people are tuning into the show. But man, you got to massively tip your cap to Wyndham Clark. Is kind of my story of the day. He looked like he was playing major championship golf, man. You know, a little bit of the flub chip on whatever that was, 13 there. But, I mean, 12. 12. Other than that, I mean, just really, really, really solid round of golf. The fucking mega club twirl coming up 18. I, I'm a big fan of his, you know, they've been throwing the quote out a couple times. Like, 
I think he says, you know, he he uh, he sets three goals each day or, or something like that. And I think it was round two. He said it was uh, enjoy the course, play cocky, remind yourself of the first two goals. So I was like, God, that's that's great. I love that. It's some it's, meal stuff. It's a little it, it Russell stuff. Westbrook. Just have fun, bro. All right. Just just have fun, bro. Out there. Exactly. No matter win, lose or draw. Just have fun, bro. Um, but he looks like he's having fun and he looks like he's he's uh trying to you know really embrace like the biggest moment of his career and he kind of looks like he's pretty unflappable so far so i'm i'm tc i'm kind of buying wyndham clark man it it was really impressive one one thing on wyndham that i need to get off my chest the putting the Having your caddy line you up twice on the putting. You can't even let me get to my thing. You can't even let me get to that before we start shredding in. Listen, the biggest story of the day is obviously Scotty Scheffler uh, finishing eagle birdie to get within three of the lead. He was. Wait, are you being serious? Dead serious. That's the biggest story of the day? He's seven shots back, hitting his second shot into the 17th green. Holds it for eagle. Birdie's 18. He's now three back going into the final round, uh, and he's still my pick to win this thing. I think that we were going to look back very fondly on those 17th and 18th holes. It looked like he was toast. looked like he was done. He hadn't played anywhere close to his best golf, and he's three shots back. If we get one above average round out of him tomorrow, he's going to go win the U.S. Open. That's that's it's a huge story, and NBC lost him, of course, at times today. Wasn't really following it that closely, which I actually don't blame him that much because he was really struggling, but... That was a monumental shift at the end of this, and uh, he's now going into tomorrow with a better chance to win than he had when he entered the day today. Guys, I'm 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 getting word from the kitchen that uh, we have a special tonight. Uh, sliders, Scotty style, are on the menu. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, I will join you in the uh, Wyndham's putting routine is a disgrace, but I think it it does does go to show. Uh, the question we got was from Brian Davini, one to ten club twirl score uh, club twirl score on Clark's approach into eighteen. It's a ten, and I'll tell you why. It's coming off fresh off the bogey and letting loose a reckless club twirl into the final hole. Like that irrational confidence to come back with that is next level for a guy whose uh, best finish in a major championship is seventieth. And uh, I mean, we can talk, you can talk numbers all you want to like really highlight how much of an ascension Wyndham has had kind of out of, of, truly out of nowhere coming to this, into this year. No one talking about him coming into this championship yet. Really, really, really looking like he belongs through 54 holes, but I don't know. I, I, as good as he looked today, I struggle to imagine it lasting 18 more holes. I, I would really be surprised if he edged out Ricky, Rory and Scotty at the top of this leaderboard. Yeah. I'm not sure any of the previous major stuff like factors in at all. Matters he looks yet. like a completely different player than he, he did does. three months ago. You know? That's what I was going to say too. It's it's funny going back to like the cockiness thing. You can tell when the player is is trying to like will themselves into it, or maybe I can tell because like that's what I try to do constantly, and it just it never works. And he just like it seems like the I don't know. He's almost he's just it's a true like fake it till you make it and now he's making it 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 just looks super 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 comfortable and that's what's kind of cool about this leaderboard is like you know i know you guys are going to want to talk xander uh later with with good reason but like i don't know who of those top four i don't know who's like folding up tomorrow i I I tell you i tell you what concerned me today was was rory's putting like he he had some bad putts straight up like lost strokes putting just, just like bad reads, bad putts. I'm concerned. All right, I'm concerned. 
It got a little glossy out there, and uh, we have our, our guy actually was on the ground today that uh, we can bring him in now. Mr. Kevin Van Valkenburg was, of course, uh, he's now set up in the media center. But, uh, KV, what did you see out of that golf course today? Is it, it got a little spicier near the end. It looked like, like Ricky's putt on 18 looked like a putt on some worn-out, like crispy little greens, and it kind of took all week for us to see those. Yeah, not only with that, but it was dark as shit. Uh, uh, like, I'm not, for no I, reason. Ricky and, it did not need to be yeah, that dark. for no reason. It <laughs> Boo to that whole thing. I mean, like, there was nobody uh, really around the greens uh, late in the day because I'd say from about 15 on, there was no point because all the big crowd that, uh, you know, could gather on 15 couldn't follow the leaders in. So it was, like, super just frustrating, I think, for them. Wyndham mentioned something in his comments afterwards. He was like, I think we were both bummed that it was this dark out. And so Ricky said that he thought thought the putt should have broke. He didn't quite understand why it didn't. So, you know, I, I don't know that he, he wasn't pinning it on the darkness, but it was definitely windier out there. It was definitely crispier late. Uh, it, it took a little bit of time, though. It wasn't really that until I feel like, you know, the, the leaders were just starting to enter the back nine. It just it was still pretty calm out there. I mean, they, when Rory hit his shot into 15, the wind was dead calm. Like there was not a hair of it. They had more of it when Ricky sort of sailed his long. So. I don't know. It's impossible to know like whether this course can get really any harder. I mean, it, it seemed like today was the day and it just was kind of eh, okay. I mean, that's my sort of on the ground take. It, I, it was very gettable this morning and I was concerned this morning. I mean, watching dudes go out and post some pretty clean numbers in the morning. Tom Kim shot 29 on the front. Uh, just a bunch of dudes rising up it. Yet as the day went along, the best score in the afternoon was two under par. And without it really blowing much, I mean, there were a couple gusts up to 12, 15 miles an hour at times, but not really sustained. Again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to bat and de- defend LACC on this. It was a proper test. It looked like U.S. Open golf. I mean, again, without the conditions really driving the scoring, that's a, that's a pretty difficult and stern test that I felt like identified some good golf. Xander was off today. He got eviscerated. DJ didn't play great today. He was eviscerated. There was no crownings going on out there. I, I, I'll, I'll defend it just a little bit on television because it felt like it got pretty real as that day went along. How do you how do you guys yeah. feel about the the front nine back nine split? Because I I greatly greatly enjoy it's the fun. idea of like man you got to get it now because it's so fucking hard coming in. Uh, I think that's like been a really really fun aspect of this tournament. It's gonna be yeah, great tomorrow too. Like it's gonna yeah. be it, it, I again I hate when first two rounds start on two sides. I just don't think like golf is meant to be played that way. Like golf courses are designed to flow in a certain way. That's what makes the Open Championship one of my favorite tournaments, if not my favorite tournament to watch, is everyone plays off the first hole. And it's really tough to keep track of in days one and two and the and the waves. I just don't like it. And like everyone going off one like a day like today and you get that flow, you get that rush on the front nine and anything can happen and then hold on for dear life on the back. That feels like major championship golf to me. It, it's, it was working for me. I mean, do, do we need to talk about shrinking the field a little bit? Like generally speaking so that like, cause I think that might be hurting the integrity of the competition from the first two rounds, getting 156 guys through on one of the toughest setups year to year it's right? interesting pace of play was so much worse on a friday than it was on thursday i mean i i don't know what subtle differences in the setup there were that were making it brutal but like on thursday it was sort of breezy we were i followed a whole group for the whole day and they went right through and then on friday literally i saw like rory and uh 
I'm sorry, I can't remember who he was playing with on Friday, but they were sitting at Brooks. They were sitting on the sixth, like behind sixth green for 15 minutes before they could hit their shots into seven. And they also got waved up to hit their shots into seven. It wasn't even that the guys in front of them finished. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty brutal. They, they also moved seven back to play fucking 300 yards on Friday, yeah. which I think to your point, Tron, is like yeah. like that field. It's just like, I don't know, this all launches into the same conversation everybody's heard 50 times, but it's like the proportions all, all get out of scale, right? Where it's like when you yeah. have to have that many players in a, you know, a golf course that just gets stretched out that far and par threes that get stretched out that far and just like there's no like you can't have any flow it just doesn't make sense anymore kvv two questions for you what was your strategy today as far as like who'd you go follow how'd you land at that did you switch around as the day went along uh i wanted to kind of watch a little bit on tv because i wanted to sort of see how various different holes were playing uh it's you know it's a little bit hard to sort of manage uh go back to players once you've sort of gotten it here and there so i i basically picked up the the leaders uh on the front on the excuse me on the back nine and kind of filtered my way through them so got to see them play the tougher holes i thought that was sort of a an important distinction to see like what the tough holes are going to play like tomorrow yeah. uh, there was a there was a sequence that was really fun so I'll, I'll just i think you guys probably saw this on television but it was awesome to kind of feel it unfolding on tv so when on 13, you know, Ricky and Wyndham hit really good shots in there right after Rogi, Rory three putts. Rory hits a mediocre drive that just trickles into the sort of rough there, but still decides to go for it with three wood, rips the three wood and almost snaps the club over his knee, like was so angry at what he did. Uh, I was standing right behind there. You probably saw me on TV, like sort of uh, full arms folded there. Rory got a huge break on the thing. It, it rolled, you know, just into that thing. Hits an unbelievable flop shot. So makes good. that yeah. putt. Ricky stuffs it in there right after him, but then misses that birdie putt. Rory hits a stiff, great wedge into 15. Can't quite get the putt in. It, you know, those two, Ricky hits it way long on 15, has to come up with a, a ridiculously good uh, sort of lag putt. It was for that was the first moment where I felt like this is the US Open. Like this, yeah. all these things are happening bang, 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 because. The, that was like there's enough fans in there to kind of make it exciting. You could feel the energy of it. Rory roasted a drive down the next hole, and it was like, okay, it, it, things kind of deflated a little bit from there, but it, that was a fun, like, energy moment. That was a good I thought time. The for, 14 okay. was sick. Like, 14, yeah. the, the, the putt that Rory made on 14, that's like that for me was the, the peak of the day. That was when things kind of crescendoed. The and flop, you, too, was so yeah. like that yeah, was a shot exactly. that we've seen Rory hit to. 20 feet too many times in major championships and that felt different the sound was different the recoil he had on actually getting that ball to stop like that that was a a really good break and he actually took advantage of it which was we've been waiting for that for a long time well and then he goes across the tee box to you know 15 and all of a sudden that that was when it hit me was like oh wait a minute we have all we've done is talk about roy's wedges for three years and now uh we're coming down the stretch at a u.s open and we've got an 81 yard par three with rory on the tee like this feels like kind of a moment and he he pulled it off hit a nice shot in there top, uh kvv second question i had for you how loud was the plane flying over i think that was possibly the story of the day <laughs> uh it was loud for sure i don't i don't know that the, the players were distracted by it but i certainly was so uh, i mean it's wild that nbc is incapable of picking up any semblance of a player caddy convo, but somehow they have the fucking mics jacked to a million. Oh, here is this plane that they hired. 
to get the shots. It it blows my mind. I thought Which it was, was a banner plane. I thought it was that was the one oh, running the it? banner. I, okay. I believe that's what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was the banner. It was honestly as a high noon banner. Uh, <laughs> oh no, that's fine. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> Ambush marketing. It was funny. I told you guys this, but like for some reason, I, I you know when you have like those weird deja vu's, it's almost like you catch like a certain scent or something. And you're just like transported somewhere. When Rory had the long putt on, was it thirteen? I think. Uh, and the booth was totally silent. All you heard was that hum. For whatever reason, the the scent my brain picked up was like, wow, this feels like watching a Ryder Cup highlight. And I was like, oh, it's because it's on NBC and we've got that fucking play noise in the background. Like, that's <laughs> why. That that frequency is just like, just I've trash, never noticed man. it until you guys pointed it out. Now I can never, never unhear that. Uh, I, I don't want to start Amsterdam, but how was the commercial load in the back nine? Because obviously I was out there, didn't see the TV. But how was the back the flow nine? Of the it was back, fine on the back. Back nine, nine was yeah. was what they promised. They delivered at least on what they promised for that back nine. I struggled to. I almost peed my pants. Couldn't get up to go take a pee break. Like was again. I, I was hesitantly, begrudgingly handed it to him. You do in fact have to give it to him uh, on Twitter, and everyone got really mad at me for even complimenting them on doing their job properly. But I guess it is. Someone you called it with, potty. when the kidnapper gives you a, a bottle of water uh that's pretty much what it felt like i, I like that comparison uh because it felt like uh they, they they at least came through on what they promised it was painful route of getting there and at least like at least for casual fans that tuned in to watch the back nine on saturday evening they weren't punched in the face uh like the hardest core fans are and listen if you want to if you're planning to watch more golf because you liked what you saw tonight i have bad news for what you're about to get but at least for a little bit of time, it was not a just a uh, multiple punches to the groin. It's just crazy to me that like it has to suck for eight hours in order for us to get like ninety minutes to two hours of decent decent coverage. It does. Co- Codeman had some counts today. I don't know if we want to cover any of those, but it seemed like the the load was down a little bit in the earlier parts today. Um, he's nodding behind the behind the scenes here. Yes, sir. Down quite a bit. Uh, and I hate giving him props because I think the rest of the day was kind of shit, but uh, they got it down from 19 minutes earlier in the week. They had 10 minutes of ads for the final three hours. Uh, they brought it down from 55 ads that they ran total to, I think it was 24 that they ran. Uh, and the longest break that they took was two minutes long. So they, they were pretty good spacing them out. They ran three full commercial breaks, two playing throughs, kept it pretty tidy and, and got all the other madness of on-screen crap out of there and showed the golf. The issue is, is that we just listened to this fucking humming the entire time. So it doesn't fucking matter. And that like they missed Wyndham Clark's opening tee shot. They, they, they missed several things that like the, even Fax and Azinger were like, man, I wonder how he got here. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, that was DJ's uh, when, shot on. DJ's what, layup. That was yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah six. What? They totally, Laid up in the hill. Yeah. We saw like eight what tee shots gosh. on six all day today. I mean, it, they, they totally dropped the ball early on that. But allegedly, the power went out in the truck uh, while the final group was teeing off uh, on, uh, in the, on the first tee. Allegedly, that's what I heard. Uh, how about, how about some generators, guys? Dude, contingency plans. You're telling me that this multi-multi-million dollar... They own live sports. If this was the fucking Olympics, do you think that would be okay? Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> All right, back to golf. We, we'll save. Right, we'll save fine. the full hand. I'll be back. Okay. How, how much? How much have you guys? How much have you guys talked, Ricky? Yet? Because I, I was. I was slurping him. I mean, okay. I thought Ricky. What do you got? Ricky was the guy. 
Ricky said something interesting in his presser tonight as, as the darkness was settling in. It was like, I'm really not afraid to fail anymore. Like, I've failed enough that it doesn't oh, scare yeah. me. And I thought that was pretty cool to see, hear that. He's like, I, I've you been in the bank. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's you like, can't I was kill me, in... man. I'm already dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I was, I've been in some dark places for a couple of years. And to climb out of that kind of makes me feel like I'm not afraid that if I end up there again because I know I know the way out, uh, which sounds like some inspirational kind of, you know, motivational bullshit. But it's it like actually when Kevin was, McAllister was says, I'm not, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid anymore. <laughs> Hey, everyone. So. <laughs> I'm not afraid anymore. Uh, I will say you know, I, I went to Brookline last year. I followed him, JT, Jordan, and Joel Damon playing a four ball. I didn't think I'd be looking at the 54-hole leader of uh, – if I was if there was a 54-hole leader of the U.S. Open in that group, would not have picked the first alternate. Ricky, who did not get in the field last year. And just wanted to shout out how very serious this comeback has been. And just speak to, like – longevity in golf. I mean, if you go back to the 2014 major championship season, Rory finished the year winning the last two of those majors, but like he, Ricky was there for both of those. Like there was some decent Ricky Rory duels. Like they didn't go like head to head. Ricky almost ran him down at Liverpool. He, he started the day six shots back and finished the day two shots back and gave him a pretty serious run in the middle of that tournament. And uh, at Valhalla, he ended up finishing two shots back and I, you go look at those those leaderboards and those results from that. Not a lot of other dudes have lasted nine years, ten years later. And uh, I just Ricky, I think we talked about it last night. He's overrated and underrated at the same time. But like his overall golf, like his homeostasis for golf is extremely underrated. And it it does look like nothing's really phasing him right now. It does look like he doesn't care about the past failures or it doesn't look like he's trying to overcome anything. Um, he has his uh, his security blanket there with the Yeti water bottle that he just walks, strolls down the fairway with, and he looks really comfy with it. And, uh, it's his binky. I would be... I would be, if you'd asked me three years ago, would I be surprised to see Ricky Fowler win a major? I said, absolutely, I would be surprised at that. And sitting here right now, I'll be 0% surprised if he goes and wins this thing tomorrow. So, so he mentioned that uh, first alternate thing about Brookline. He was like, that was pretty crushing. Like, that kind of helped me understand, like, he was like, I'm glad I went. I'm glad that I, like, felt that sting of it because that was, like, realizing, wow, you're not even in the U.S. Open. You didn't. And I thought that was kind of cool. He also shouted out the Yeti water bottle a bunch in his presser, like <laughs> about his, I mean, no free ads, but like talking about all, how his, he puts all these stickers on it and they all kind of have some sort of meaning to Kevin, it. Kevin, uh, Kevin, yes. You understand yes. what no free ads mean? Yeah, there are yeah. Well, I, I don't oh, know if Yeti is a sponsor tonight. They're a sponsor of Ricky's. They're not a sponsor okay. of Ricky's, I don't think. I think it's like okay. a totally. You know, Listen. he's kind of like that college sophomore who's like, yeah, I do outdoor shit, guys. Like, I hike, <laughs> I kayak. You feel yeah. me? Well, I just wasn't sure if they were sponsored tonight, but I'm so happy that they are. <laughs> they're not, uh, but they're, they're, they're always on. They're the best. I, I think uh, I think Ricky has a little bit of... Um, I, I think in a year where we're, we've been, like, so focused on money, too, it's so easy to... Just be like, man, who fucking get guy, guy's got a hundred million dollars in the bank, man. He doesn't care. Blah blah blah. It's like, yeah, I think he does. I think he feels like an idiot as the first alternate at the US Open. I think he feels like an idiot when he can't break 75. Like he obviously cares about this stuff. And it's just uh it just runs so counter to, you know, oh guy got the fucking bag, man. Who cares? Guys, guys set. It's just it's it's a cool uh 
road back. I'm I've got I'm such a big Ricky fan. Guys, on the it. on the Rory front, one thing I noticed from Rory today was uh he seemed to be like he had a 238, I think, into eight, and he proceeded to hit a six iron. Uh, he did that again yeah, later we're on, on 13 and too. it's like, Hey man, like, why don't we, you know, like we're getting away from what we were doing earlier on of like, you know, clubbing, clubbing up and, and kind of choking one off. And I feel like that's Rory getting back to bad, to bad shit. Hit some and, good ones coming in. Good shot into 16, good shot into 18. And so, that math might not be as bad. Uh, look, 238 yeah. sounds like a lot, but I'm looking at it right off now. The right. It looks like 222 front. Anything long, not going to be good. So anything in that fairway short is going to bound down on or be an easy two putt. I don't, I don't have a problem with the six iron as much as it is like, yeah, he just didn't execute the shot, right? And it seemed yeah. like anyone that missed that pin today to the right or was in that bunker right was toast. And I, you saw way more balls get down in the Barranca today or felt that way at least because you couldn't miss right on that one. So I've actually, TC, been pretty impressed with Rory being able to dial back shots. Overall, hit, I have. Yeah. I was just, it was just a couple bad, like, I was like, oh, man, like, you know, didn't want to see that pop up again today. But. It's tough. It's a tough shot. I mean, yeah, we were out there. You see that ball hanging below your feet. I'm I'm just really impressed when dudes actually do pull that shot off. And uh, it's it's a low key. I, that pin made some guys think a little bit today. So I'm, I'm actually quite OK with that. But um, all right. Listen, as the official investment firm of the PGA Tour, it is obvious Charles Schwab has a passion for both golf and investing. And now through October 31st, when you make a qualifying net deposit of cash or securities into a Schwab taxable brokerage account, you can get up to six rounds of golf at top courses, a Titleist TSR driver and a dozen Pro V1 golf balls. You can tee off at over 100 participating golf courses nationwide, including some of our favorites, Bandon Dunes, Sand Valley, Gearhart, Coeur d'Alene, and TPC Sawgrass. For more details about Schwab's golf promotion and terms and conditions, please visit schwabgolf.com. Also, I want to give a shout-out to our friends at Omni Hotels and Resorts, not just for their championship caliber golf, but the diverse destinations all across the country. We love the fact that you can take a golf trip and make it a vacation at the same time, especially this time of year. The options are plentiful. So whether you're with the guys or the family, you can escape the heat in the mountains of Virginia at the Omni Homestead or in the hill country in Austin at Omni Barton Creek. Uh, as mentioned last night, we just filmed a couple episodes at both of these. You get a preview uh, of these locations uh, Very coming very soon to our YouTube channel. Omni Hotels and Resorts delivers the best modern golf experience from corner to coast, 12 diverse golf destinations with 27 iconic courses and multiple cool short courses. Go to omnihotels.com slash NLU and find your golf summer retreat. Um, Kev, Kev you wanted to go back to Rory. Yeah, uh, I will say something interesting. You know, Rory at the beginning of the week was very, you know, chatty, very sort of uh, happy to be the usual kind of center of the media world. Uh, as the week has gone, he's sort of gotten slowly more and more um, focused. And I think like tonight was a good example of he's just like, yep, I'm only going to do like the bare minimum of what you want because I think I've fucking talked enough. I think I'm ready to just deliver like nothing I can say oh, yeah. or tell you is like going to benefit me in any way. And he was very clipped with his answers. And I think very, you can see a little bit of him channeling old Rory. He talked a little bit about having watched, you know, Hoylake stuff on YouTube recently and watched Congressional and how he was trying to sort of remember who he was back then. And I think he's slowly kind of dialing into the maybe the dickish part of him, I think a little bit. Uh, you know, Dylan DeShare wrote a really good thing 
thing that I thought was pretty kind of um, a good observation is that Rory's and Brooks are sort of at their best when they borrow a little bit from each other, that they're, you know, Brooks can be a little bit vulnerable and that's actually helpful to him. And Rory can be a little bit intense and dickish and that's actually helpful to him. And I can see that in Rory this evening. He just was like, I don't want to shake hands. I don't want to talk to you, Kyle and Kevin. I just want to get to my shit and, and be done with it. I agree. I thought, I thought, I thought Dylan's thing was awesome. I read that last night after the show and it was, it was, it was delightful. And then I think on the flip side, Ricky seems to just be Ricky. Can yeah, I go back? Right? Can we like, go back to Rory? Uh, question for you guys. What he wanted it maybe as bad as anyone could ever want anything last year around this time, about 11 months ago at the old course, taking a 54 hole lead to the 150th open, a golf course that every golfer dreams of, of winning on. And he pressed. It, it just didn't, it couldn't get anything going on that Sunday. Couldn't make any birdies. Couldn't hit anything close. Just wanted it really, really bad. Felt like he channeled all of the bullshit energy of everything going on in professional golf into like, if I can just go win this tournament right now, maybe that it makes that other stuff not matter as much to me. Like only thing I actually care about is winning the majors. And it seems like he's going to be carrying even more, like even more, I don't know how to say that. I don't think it's even more than last year, but you're building on a little bit of scar tissue from last year of not converting that one into now like losing some enthusiasm for whatever is going on in pro golf. I mean, he was, he stood up there at the mics for a long time and said, here's the designated event model answered every question you would have on it. Now he's gotten to the point where he's calling himself a sacrificial lamb. And he, I mean, he, he said this, he cares. He said he'd play a model local rule ball in on the PGA tour, even if they didn't adapt it, just to be able to prepare properly for majors, because that's do it tomorrow. That's how his career is going to be defined going forward. So I just wonder if you're going to put that much pressure on these four tournaments a year. Like, there's no chance you sleep great tonight. There's no chance you go out and play. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he does come out and play fearless golf tomorrow. But he's got more riding on this than anyone else there because of everything he's worn for the last several years and everything he has said about what these events mean to him. And this week he said it too. So I, I think you're totally right. And that's what I think makes these majors so awesome to watch. Tomorrow's going to be amazing. That- like he he needs to find that balance between like being Rory fucking McElroy and I need to bully these guys around and I need to take advantage of all my strengths and also it's the US Open and I need to play conservative and I need to pick my spots and I need to play away from flags and I need to go at flags and it's just like this perfect unbelievable combo that he has to dial in that he hasn't dialed in for 10 years and maybe he'll do it tomorrow and maybe he won't but like god I can't wait to watch man and ditto all of that for Ricky and ditto all of that for Scotty chasing you know it's just ah, the majors are the only good thing. stuff uh, uh, do we have a do we have a block party scheduled for tomorrow mm. yeah i think we're oh. trying to get something together it's been it's been low-key everyone's been busy um you're Cody, working you're if... working at tc so don't guests let me say one thing real quick about rory is that uh last year was a great point at the open championship um i think there's a huge difference though in like false motivation, false confidence, and like truly knowing in your heart that like Rory has a case of red ass now and he's a fucking killer again. And tomorrow there's nothing more that he wants to do is to go out and get it. And like him being able to put all the other bullshit aside this week and the last couple weeks and probably the next couple weeks moving forward because all he cares about is going out and being the best damn golfer that he possibly can be is a hell of a lot different than he was last year. And I think we saw glimpses of that when he started talking about, yeah, I'll play the new fucking ball. I don't give a shit. Somebody come beat me. But I think now, like, he truly 
like believes in that because he is the best fucking golfer. And if he gets out of his own way, we'll see that tomorrow. I was gonna say, I, was, I think we'll see. I think you're 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 yeah. more confident that that's already. He, I think it's a total mystery going into tomorrow. Like I, I don't I don't know if we can guarantee awesome. that that's there tomorrow. Yesterday, uh, he, yesterday, you guys want Scotty's done. Scotty's out. Look at how quick you flipped on him. He is no, I, nobody. Scotty's he was my pick that, last night. Quick. He was my I'm pick. Wait, last night. Are you listening Scotty. to the show? <laughs> someone, someone, someone meet Cody's show. mic. I do have because a only the, I do have a statement for the block party. This is sent in by our leader <laughs> for the podcast listener. Of course, this comes from the great uh, fame and associates here from Washington, D.C. The following statement was released today by Icarito through his personal attorney and business manager, David B. Falk, chairman of Falk Association's management companies, fame, located in Washington, D.C. In response to the questions about the block party, come through. That's all we have at this time. Come through, TC will be serving. <laughs> oh God, I, I think I, what's I think what's fun about tomorrow is uh, I don't know how to say it. Like I, I think to what you're saying, Cody. I think if we get to if it becomes an offensive test, I think Rory can go be the dude. And if it becomes a defensive test, I really like Ricky. And I and like and Wyndham Clark, I think is somewhere in the middle and is kind of a, a variable. And guys, I have and Scotty's like news. four back, but. Uh, and camp just just went over to my VIP room oh, over guys, there. Right. Serve them champagne um, room. <laughs> what a uh, couple members LACC? <laughs> he said the USJ is setting it up easy tomorrow. So Allegedly. honestly, the marine layer. I'm not. I don't mean to like overreact to this, but like the marine layer rolling in tonight and what it will appear to be there overnight. From what I, I mean, looks like cloudy on the weather apps. I don't know if that means marine layer or what. I probably don't have the right weather apps. I'm sorry, TC, but. I, I don't I, I wouldn't be surprised if tomorrow's not spicy. Like I don't. It seems like they've been teetering on the edge too close all week, and a little more moisture and marine layer has me worried that it's not going to be uh, the spicy golf test, which I think is a good thing for Rory. They've got some good pins left, some hard pins that they haven't used yet. Um, but I would imagine that they want to set it up to chase. I don't know. I think I don't think Bodenhammer has that much of a spine. I really don't. I think it's better for Scotty if it's harder, though. I think that's because yeah. he plays against star Scotty pick. Like, Scotty's the best all around golfer, so he should be the person who wants it super hard. I don't know. Ricky's made so many birdies, too. So many. Like, birdies. If it becomes like even more of a birdie kind of event, like, I don't know, man. Ricky, stars might be aligned for, for the, the Rictator. I, I totally agree that if, if it's an offensive test, it's one of Ricky or Rory. And if it's a defensive test and it actually gets crispy, I still like Scotty. And um, I, I, I will say this score is holding pretty darn tight. I mean, round one, yeah. the leaders were at eight under par. Uh, I forget what they were last night. Was it um, nine under, 10 under? Was it 10 under? Uh, Ricky was 10, 10 under. under. Yeah. So, and 10 under is obviously leading again tonight. I said that was going to be the winning score at the beginning of the week. I think if I had to re-pick now, I would go lower. I think somebody's going to go out and shoot a few under tomorrow, regardless of what the conditions are. But uh, LACC is holding up a lot better than people online have given it credit for, which you won't even... I think it, that's the I thing. Everybody's bitching about it. Like, all these people are bitching about it. They're conflating. I think there is a legitimate criticism to be levied with the crowds. Oh, God, and yeah. the logistics and One all out of, of that. Because it's it's like they've they've put on their own, like personal entertainment 
here instead of like a national open. Yeah. Um, which in a weird way, I feel like it could work against them to kind of catalyze like, you know what? Like, fuck these guys. Let's, <laughs> let's get rid of their tax exemption here. <laughs> you know, like that's kind of a, and I guess they've already voted on 2039 to approve it. Uh, mm. At least the club has. So we'll see, you know, I think 2031, Riv 2039 LACC, but it just feels like they could get so many more people in there than, you know, they've, they've even attempted. It seems like kind of a cop out and yeah, it just seems like even the people that are there, they're not really sticking around and they're not hanging out in the right places. And it just, it just doesn't, it sucks. I feel bad for the players even. Yeah. But right? I think to your point, like there's a disconnect between like, that is what it is. But yeah. The golf, and course, the golf course. Is, I think the golf course has been spectacular. Yeah. One of my favorite golf courses in yeah. the world. And like all the people saying that, oh, like Oak Hill was a better test than this or no. Like, I think there's like exceptionally interesting golf holes and golf shot after golf shot after golf shot. And it's asking so many different questions. I think, I think the last two days of golf have been great. Has it been exactly what I've wanted from a setup perspective? Maybe not, but like, I don't think that's the fault of the golf course or the design at all. I, I really loved, I was listening to the shotgun start. I was driving to go play golf this morning and, and listen to their pod from last night. And Andy had a comment about the U S open, going to a bunch of different places and all the different courses it goes to. And he was kind of saying like, you know, it, all these people rooting for like, it needs to be even par. It needs to be this. It needs to be this test. It needs to be thick, rough. It needs to be big trees. It needs to be all these like prototypical things. He's like, it's kind of like getting the 10 best chefs together in the world and just having them all cook exactly the same thing. Like mm -hmm. what a stupid idea. And instead he's like, why doesn't LACC just be LACC? Why doesn't Chambers Bay be Chambers yeah. Bay? Aaron yeah. Hills is Aaron Hills. Oakmont's Oakmont. And that like, I thought was such a brilliant way to, think about it and that's where like today i'm like dude who gives a fuck what the winning score is like this is an awesome test 11 watch these guys hit shots into 11 is fun oh yeah watch them try to hang out on 16 17 18 is awesome watch them play 15 is fun it's just i've i've really really enjoyed it i will Let, say uh, like one question your, uh, what would be the through line of the u.s open then i think it's basically like going to the best golf courses you can possibly like find variety. and putting on the best test that you can and you're going to identify the best player if you do that i think it's not e like I don't give a shit what the score is in relation to par. Like none of this shit is easy. Like uh, that yeah. was another thing of walking around and looking at these tee boxes, looking at these shots this week. Like has me like flabbergasted again. At uh, I don't know how many times I can do this of like how fucking good these guys are. Like after just being there, I still can't fathom the scores. And I don't think I think the USGA was blown away by how good the scores were on Thursday and how good the golf just continues to get year after year. Listen, if you want to, I am here for the argument. Like it is a one out of ten atmosphere out there, and it is significantly detracted from your enjoyment of watching the U.S. Open on TV, and you don't think it should go there. I'll listen to that, right? Yeah. But I won't yeah. listen to the golf course does not deserve it. And again, we mm -hmm. like we were we warned, uh, and everyone was warning people about this in their preview episodes to say, "This is the sweet the C suite championship. This is gonna be this way. We knew it was gonna be this way, uh, but it doesn't mean uh, that you know got this golf course in prime time isn't gonna be fun to watch." So. I wish they'd figure 13 green out. There's no fans by 13 green, and there was that was a huge freaking moment. The Canadian today. Open thing where they they <laughs> they hover fans it down, yeah, from the crane. I was I like tweeted that. that. I was up ahead, like trying to kind of follow both groups, and you literally when Wyndham made that his hit his shot in there, and then Ricky made that 65 footer, 68 footer, or something. It was like you could barely even tell that anything had happened. I mean, it it feels a little bit like a USAM. Out here, I, I, that's a perfect comp. That. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, it yeah. just, it, I mean, there, there are probably, and I'm not exaggerating here, 
120 fans who can be close to that 13 green over there in 14 T 120. Like I'm not, that's not exaggeration. I was sitting on my couch watching it. Like obviously the volume was turned up pretty loud. I like yelled when that putt went in and just drowned out my TV. Just like no, no (laughs) audio coming from the TV at all. I was like, wait, no, was that 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 a replay from Thursday? (laughs) Did I miss this? Exactly. (laughs) Tough. Yeah. It's, 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 a lot of tough stuff going on in regards to that. And I still thought this morning, I was confused as to why it was soft this morning. I, I thought they for sure they were waiting to get for that exact day, sunny, crispy day. I don't know why it was soft this morning. I saw I, I think, they were watering it on TV last night with lights on their heads, uh, which worried me a little bit, but I'm not I a grunt. I think they're, I, 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 like, I do think I've talked to a lot of supers today. I've talked to a lot of agronomists. I've thanked them for their service. Um, I talked to guys at LACC working on the staff. I've talked to guys that used to have been in LACC. I think they, I think the USGA a comes in and tries to manage the golf course and is a little bit more risk averse. I think also they're very, very reliant upon sensors and data instead of just like, Hey, like we manage this golf course 365 days a year. Let's trust our instinct. Let's trust our eye here. And yeah, the eye test. I think the data. I think the data boys have, have infected. At one point in Slack, you tried to blame me for this. At one point today, I'm pretty sure <laughs> that my love for data infected the grounds crew staff to the point yeah, where they it helped. I definitely don't think it helped. <laughs> listen, will, listen. Will you will you apologize for liking math just in general? Like, will you apologize? I will apologize for wanting to look at the scores that guys will put up in in golf tournaments. That's, listen, that's I had a long flaw. day. It's my fatal flaw. I had all all sorts Thank of you. people coming at me. Just enjoy the golf. You see, I said, I, I am enjoying the golf. I love this golf course. You know, don't bitch about NBC. I had to go to a kid's birthday party today. I'd have the electrician out at 930 tonight because the, the uh, power was, was off in my office. What was Scotty the question here? Out. All that stuff. I'm just saying, I had a long day. Can I go down the leaderboard? Can, can I go down the leaderboard? <laughs> Uh, yeah. sure we yeah, can. Right. We got to go to HE's next on, on, on the board. In, HE, in baby. <laughs> God, HE was flushing it, flushing it. And then we got to the debacle on, uh, you know, 11, 12, 14. Uh, I thought 14 was great today. I thought 14 delivered in a bigger way than I thought it did the first few days. I was expecting more out of 14, the first, first couple of days and it kind of delayed and showing up. So, um, keen, and I'm keen to see 15 tomorrow. Too. I think 15. I, I assume they'll go back right. Back right. Got tomorrow. to. Yeah. They have to. Yeah. Um, Xander. We'll talk about DJ in a sec. Xander. Can we make, uh, before we move, can we make yeah. sure HE sticks around? Because internally we made about uh, every possible uh, Yasser <laughs> HE joke um, in the chat. And I want to, I want that to stick as, as hard as possible. His Excellency Harris English. <laughs> um, Xander, exactly who we thought he was. That was one of the most hilarious starts I've seen to a. U.S. Open round in forever. Just leaving two in the bunker there. What did you call it? Do you see a double Adolf? Double Saddam. A double Adolf and a double Saddam. That's like giving four dots to each guy. Right How is it? There. I think it's just a double Adolf. You don't get a you don't get a Saddam on top of that. It's just a double I mean, Adolf. Two shots in the same bunker, yeah. and not historically accurate. But you know there was some poison in there as well. But still, you kind of get the joke. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, cre- credit to him for fighting back. Uh, that 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 par on two was like one of the more otherworldly things I think I've that's seen just, this year. That's like a great seventy three from him today. 
I for sure. He, they said he went 0 for 8 with driver hitting fairways today. It well, sounded, it felt like 76 watching it. And it, I was stunned to add, look at that scoreboard on 18 and be like, wait, he shot 73? Yeah. What an awful, God, that would be a very unfun day. I think there's been like two swings ever where I feel like I could identify in a professional golfer like what went wrong here. One being Mito Pereira off the 72nd hole at Southern Hills. <laughs> he got and, electrocuted. And two was Xander off the first tee today. That was the fastest I've ever seen his transition from the top. Yeah. Usually he has like a nice, cool, calm transition. It was like, well, that's exactly what I've been doing for like three months here. And I know that ball's left. They didn't have yeah. to say it out loud that, that ball is left. It was going left all day. Oh. Uh, DJ, I think you guys probably need to apologize to him once more. He's T6. You guys yeah. slagged him off in the, no, in the previous show. To, to drop spots. That was really inspiring stuff from DJ today. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think. Yeah, I'll think, apologize, TC. That was, thank you. That was awesome. He got shadow banned that. a little bit today. I don't understand why we didn't see any of him playing golf today. That was did. unnecessary. We should, uh, ask, we should ask Phil and see if Phil has some thoughts on it. Hell yeah. Uh, I think Rio Taro Nagano. He's coming. I think we need to talk about him. He's here, uh, solo eighth right now, 68. One of the, I mean, tied for the low round of the afternoon. It's a hell of a round. Yeah, eagle to eight. Uh, just, you know, exceptional golf being played uh, by a couple of, of uh, Japanese guys. Hideki's right up there as well, T12. Uh, Tom Kim, uh, you know Waiting. what? Waiting. Listen, he, he shot 37 on the back nine. That's not going to get it done. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Foul. Okay, I mean, you see what I've been dealing with for 10 years now? <laughs> Disingenuous. Do wanna, I don't know if we've even had this out or if this has been a private conversation. No, we've like, had it out a little bit, yeah. Do, I mean, what's, the, what's the take? What do you, what do you TC, you're, you're just very just like, oh, he's so good, he's so good, he's so good. Do I think he's going to like win a bunch of majors? No, no, no. TC, like, well, I, I said he's so a fraud. No, TC, we're... Yeah, no, you guys have fluffed him. I'm just saying, no, I'm not, not I'm not seeing it as much as this, other people. Uh, TC called him a fraud. He's like, well, he said, when do we have the conversation about him being a fraud? And I he said, he started shitting on Ludwig. And I said, and in three years, when he gets to Ludwig's age, maybe we can have that conversation. Which is a good, is a good joke, TC. Hey, you gotta admit that's a good joke. <laughs> so, in, ten, in ten years, when he gets to Scotty's age, then we can exactly. have that conversation. Too. If if we've got, he's got. Yeah, if we get a top ten in a U.S. Open out of Tom Kim on top of winning two majors before he turns 21 years old. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to go ahead and delay the conversation of when we would call him a fraud. I'll let you. I'll let you off the hook on all this if you want to withdraw the question and admit that you were off on that one. Uh, I wasn't off. It's okay, just, there we go. We'll keep so it going. Early in, we'll keep so the, early. We'll keep the thing. bit going. Then Sorry, that's, that's for sure. So early. In hey, let me let me let me drop this one in. Just as long as we're talking about Tom Kim, uh, Trevor Immelman keeps texting us about this. I, I hate to air him out. What's the connection with with Quail Hollow this week? Wyndham Clark playing well, Ricky playing well, Rory playing well, Tom Kim fairways. playing well. Is there is there any kind of like uh what you know Quail Hollow thing going on here? Uh, probably. I don't. I, I don't know if it's just a meme going. I don't know exactly. I I, I mean, I it favors know. driving distance wow. a little bit, but I I don't I don't know. I think that's probably somebody saying I need to serve Tom Kim his first legal beer or <laughs> buy buy Tom Kim his first legal beer. You know what? I'll serve it to him. All right. That's what he, I'll do. He's not spending I, his tip money on that. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, but, I'm sure it's just like big greens, big, you know, there's there's probably some commonalities between the driving. I think, you know, kind of favors a guy like Rory, right? Sure. Similar to like, I'm sure if you went back, I'm sure next time they go to congressional, I'm sure there'll probably be some similarities there as well. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see here. Bryson, 68. I, I didn't see that coming. I thought Bryson was going to kind of fade it 
fade away a little bit. They continue there. just to only cut to showing him hitting the worst shots. Like I, I want to watch Bryson play a little more golf, please. I've, I feel like I have no. I want to no watch idea. everybody play a little bit more golf. Yeah, I have no idea how his flow of any of his rounds have gone. But yeah, 32, 36 in his round today. Do you want to apologize for Cam today? Uh, no, he shot seventy one. He birdied eighteen. Um, you know, I thought he was a little bit, a little bit inconsistent. But I'm looking for a big day out of him tomorrow. Um, I love. I t- texted you guys earlier. How fun is it to watch Cam putt? Oh, that one that that Just, they showed that was like on a big right to lefter. That was, was like, even the like the left to righters, like the ones that are just impossible to make. He just they all go like right in the center. It's just so fun yeah. to watch. Um, what else we got? Hideki. We talked about him. Hovland, I think, is kind of treading water, but in an impressive way. I don't think he's necessarily got his A game, and he's just, you know, he's just kind of. Hanging out, Minwoo Lee. On the other hand, did you see today? on the Hovland note? Did you see uh, Hovland laid waste to LACC in his post-round oh, comments? Hate that. Said there was off. no great holes. Sounded off. Said no great holes. Said nine's the only hole he really likes. I guess there's nine's the best hole out there. Um, gee, I, I didn't listen. Quite totally, see that. Totally within their within their rights of uh, their opinions. Unstable that's, compound. That's uh, Minwoo Lee, seventy-four <laughs> today. Uh, you want to flash his scorecard up there? I don't. You know, I don't want to take credit for calling that one. That one legitimately was too easy. I mean, that was that was always going to happen. Um, yeah, I don't know what the. Uh, we got to figure Minwoo Lee out. Do we? I just yeah. It seems like <laughs> I, I. I think there's more potential there. I, I want. I want there to be more there. Like we can't be having this shit. There man. could we be gotta, another element. We gotta, yeah, we might need to throw in some boron or something to kind of <laughs> calm this thing out. Figure out what figure out what what atomic number he's working with and, and how we can kind of bring a little stabilization here. Um, Patrick Cantlay shot sixty seven. He's he's gonna do it again. He's gonna he's gonna get stolen valor Stole yellow valor. on his on his Wikipedia profile. I'll say at uh, least at least he's doing it. At least he's out there getting involved at least a little bit. I mean, it was a really bad major. Rec- he's not contending to win these things, but at least he's playing above average golf, which is a step in the right direction because he he had he used to totally vacate majors and I'd rather see this out of him than be just a punching bag. Yeah. Uh Podrick, do we need to start talking about Podrick for the for the European Ryder Cup team? <laughs> it's such a sick take. <laughs> Are we there? Are, are we there at this point? <laughs> Do it all. I mean, well, we can talk about Adrian Dumont de Chassart if you'd like, but uh, Padre could be an assistant captain. He could be a, a locker room guy. He could be a swing coach. And maybe they be... just maybe they just kind of go with eleven, like make him like a playing, like a playing option almost. Only for the yeah. singles match, though. Just yeah, like, just like really hey, man, if we, if we need to break that glass, like get get you a uniform, like suit up. Probably not going in the game, but just in case. I don't know yeah, if his current here. playing you... style is like suiting. Marco <laughs> it's not Simone. a great course fit. <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> TC, aren't you still uh, pissed at Padraig for his his poor captaining at uh, at Whistling? Some oh, god awful! But also, like so, that was a bad venue anyway. So, like, I don't think there was anything Padraig could have done to God, that's you know, sick. Make that any better? Nineteen nine, uh, bad venue and bad captain. That's the that's the cause of nineteen nine. Uh. <laughs> Matt Fitzpatrick had some words about the LACC crowd mm. after today as well. I thought that was interesting. Uh, we can skip down a little bit. Shane Lowry played well. Do, Russell Henley. Do you want to say well. what the words were? Oh, just <laughs> no. I, I don't. I don't have it pulled up. He sounded he off. He sounded <laughs> off on the on the vibe out there. Which basically just said it was like it's a shame that you know it, there's there's so little energy out there for yeah. for a championship of this caliber. We, we had a disrespect to the. 
all the northwestern bankers i'm sure in the audience uh for him, sure. you know, exactly just l- lighten up your own alma mater that's my right. guy Justin Saw had a couple doubles. Um, didn't love that. He's he's still T twenty though. Uh, what else? Fleetwood even par seventy. Um, I think I think we're about. I think that's yeah. pretty far down. Gordon Sargent seventy five. We, we, right we have breaking we news. We apologize for your guy P shooting seventy eight. Yeah. Uh, oh God. Ryan Gerard finally cooled off. <laughs> <laughs> that was due. <laughs> After, that was after, true. you know six to eight months yeah that's a hot hand at the craps table man that's you're gonna roll seven eventually. and then lastly yeah p p shot 78 uh jacob solomon shot 77 i'll, I'll uh, apologize for that that's fine and rio rio shot 78 uh he's there's a uh there's an odd number of guys in the field i am not sure why Stu hagestad is not out there as the marker you know that would be very lacc very apropos that would LACC, be right Sam Bennett, did we touch on Sam Bennett? You oh, bullied no, we Sam didn't. Bennett last night. You, you completely are going to be, you bullied the poor kid with his facial hair. That is disgusting. He shows up shaved and then goes out and shoots a million today and almost hit. Uh, who did he almost hit on the on the tee? Was Scotty. It? Scotty, that's right. Almost hit him uh, with his approach. He would have been he would have been my favorite player if he would have done that. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah, he looks, he looks just like Dabo now. It's crazy. He does. Need him See, sprinting down the hill. Listen, I had less of an issue with the facial hair than I did with the slow play and the pre-shot routine. And the but January you know what? thing, yeah. Bunky and I, I talked to Bunky earlier. Bunky and I are willing to mentor this young man. So <laughs> I hope that he can, like, uh, I will get him uh, our numbers and we can reach out and we can have a summit. Bunky and I will, will, will work with this young man. Get him out of the cult of Texas A&M. And- Make him a man of high character. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We have some breaking news coming through the wire. I believe we have the whole locations for tomorrow's round. Uh, the Sunday specials. The Sunday specials yes. to look into uh, if we'd like to. I have them here. We are uh, back right on two, all the way in the back right corner, as, as the Sarge, mm-hmm. I believe, is uh, preparing them to be put on the screen. We are in the molar on number three. We are in the front wow. right. Been waiting on that one all the way back on four. A back right one on five. We are finally front right on six. That is six on from the right, and it looks like three on from the very front. It's counting ten from the front left part. But uh, what t what t shot is that going to benefit? Is that like the layup to the right, and you can just kind of hit oh, a little pitch shot, or is that lay way back? I think I think that's lay way back. back. I, I think that's that's go all the way down the left and work your way back at it. Oh, that's interesting. From the left fairway. That's that's what I would think. Like push it down all the way until it almost runs out, and yeah. then you're basically you got a whole green to work with. There. I think because doesn't it? It kind of slopes like right to left off of that knob right like isn't that yeah. right side like a high point so trying to lay up short right seems like it'd be a really hard chip but i feel like a lot of stuff from the i feel like if you get in the back bunker that's an easier shot now um yeah. than it was to the left pins and um i i mean I, I don't think it's a layup to where they've been though because i think I that's think the front bunker is gonna be tough from yeah. there unless you're on the upslope so yeah. uh sorry seven looks very very difficult i would assume that they're, they're probably pairing this with some sort of moving the tee up i i don't know they were up today but all the pin all the way in the back um so this is eight on five from the right i maybe they Otherwise, do move that one up i would think it's so. so like that's so hard then like you're basically leaving it short or going to the back of the green if you land it on you know be interesting to watch uh yeah front left on the eighth hole um, all the way in the front on nine. 
Um, I'm all the way in the back on 11. That should be fun. And then 12 is like Does, right up in the front, the front in the front right part, but all the way on the left, right against that indentation there. I'll be extremely close to some thick fescue. Uh, that all the way in the back on 11 basically like takes the kicker totally out of play, right? You, I mean, you, the kicker is just going to kick you down to the, towards the middle of the green. It's yeah. not going to get you all the way back there, right? But yeah, you kind of got to land it like left side of the green and just yeah. let it chase. But, I, I, I think we might see a hole in one and eleven tomorrow. Really? Uh, Tuxedo bet? <laughs> <laughs> no, not that strong, but um, they. It is. Let's see. Fourteen is going to be in the left side, just over the bunker. Uh, 13 all the way in the back left. 15 is indeed all the way in the back right, as we suspected. Front right, 16, all the way back left on 17, and then all the way back right on 18. So That's a really good pin on 16. Like, tucked right over that bunker yeah. that makes the... Like, it's tough to get the depth perception over that kind of visual deception bunker there, short right. I think that's a cool pin. And then 17 is great as well. Uh, it's a couple questions to get to Jay, uh, Jay corner herons, cornerins. I don't know how to say that. Uh, what's the worst case scenario for golf tomorrow? Looking for TC's answer only. I mean, Scotty, right? <laughs> it's gotta be. What's well, the second I mean, I mean, think, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess Wyndham Clark, but like, I think the thing that would almost depress me the most, it would be so cool, but it would also be the most bittersweet would be like Rory, like Rory and Ricky lifting and separating from the field and then Rory basically like ripping Ricky's heart out. Like Ricky <laughs> plays really well and then Rory beats him. Like that would kind of that would make be me the feel worst bad. scenario. How is that Why? the worst? It'd be no, it would be, be a great scenario but like I would feel so be a bad tough for out, Ricky. tough outcome. I know. Yeah. That I it's a really interesting thought exercise, Tron, where it's like man, I really want to see the Rory drought end. I I would love our guy to get another one but do I want it to come at the expense of like just taking Ricky's probably last best shot is I don't, I don't know. think it's Ricky's last best shot. I think Ricky's, Rick's what 34 now they're the same I mean, age, let's, right? they're again, same let's just be realistic about how often these, these chances come around here, guys. How many times has he been the 54 hole leader at a major in his career over the last 10 years? Do you think he's going to have five more of these chances? Hey, fill one, fill one six after this age. That's all. I'm yeah, saying. he keeps. I think Ricky Maybe. keeps. I don't think keeps Ricky's working fell. hard and playing like this. I think. I don't know. I'm betting on him to be in the mix. I think he'll have other chances. I'm just this. This one feels like a good one. You know yeah. what's what's fun? I know you guys uh, absolutely hate data and only want to use your eyes, but a fun thing going into tomorrow: the winning percentage. What did I get? I've got <laughs> I like data. I just like people that that nobody likes data. Listen, just listen. Just listen. I just else. I'll keep. Yeah, all right. The all right. the winning percentage probabilities for the top four tomorrow are just it's just fun. Ricky's at twenty eight and a half percent. Wyndham twenty three point two percent, Rory thirty point eight percent, and Scotty twelve point eight percent. So that's that's the data golf win probabilities uh, for about right. each of the top four going into tomorrow. Which huh. I always love looking at that just to see like first like R R Rory, who's two shots back, is considered the favorite, uh, and he's also the betting favorite. He's plus two ten on DraftKings. Ricky's plus two sixty. Wyndham Clark plus two eighty, and Scotty is plus four hundred. Xander is next Rory's at plus thirty five hundred. Or is only one shot back, by the way. Yeah, that's what I said, right? You said you said two you shots said back. Two. Oh, well, I meant one shot back. What are what he's are Ryu Taro favorite? Odds. Say it again. What are Ryu Taro Nagano's percentages? Uh, his percentage chance of win is less than point one percent. 
Um, and his well, odds good are value there, TC. 600 to one to win. He's in eighth place tomorrow. Who so. would it do? Let's, let's remove Wyndham Clark for just a second. Who would it do the most for Scotty, Rory, or Ricky to have this major? I think Ricky. Man, that's a great question. I think I, I, I kind of Scotty, right? Stay, stay with me here, TC. I kind of think, I kind of think Ricky is what he is, right? Like, does Ricky, like, I think it's he's not, gonna, it's not going to elevate his career to some right. other echelon. He's going to. I think that's right. I, I think know. Ricky is. I think Ricky is what Ricky is, unless he gets to like two or three. And then, uh, you know, we're talking like Hall of Fame and all that stuff. But I, I think one major uh, turns him into like, honestly, what it does for me is it kind of just drives home like the Fred Couples uh, comp even more, yeah. which is already pretty, you know, people have kind of floated. He's a much uh, better guy did, than Fred Couples, though. Of course. DJ, he did dress up as Fred Couples for Halloween. I don't know if you're you don't have to tell me. Kid, so I, I, I I'm think gonna, Rory's going to win it. I'm going to wave like... a big flag here. There's major champions and there's not. It'd be a big fucking deal if if Ricky won a major. Yeah, but there's also like Jimmy Walker and Sean McKeel. Right, but I mean... But like, what does that mean? What Like, uh, I don't know. There's no answer to this, I guess. I'm, I'm not meaning to put you on the spot, but like, are you really going to wake up in the morning you're going to think about Ricky in a different way? Fuck yeah, I would. Like, are you kidding me? With all the shit he's been through, all the shit he's gotten over yeah. the years, all the Randy stuff over the years, if he turns up and wins a U.S. Open at a golf course like this, with sure. uh, like with the years like Rom and Scotty are having right now, with a resurging Rory hunting after him, if he goes out and wins this after not being in the field last year and beating having three st- struggling years, beating <laughs> HE, beating the Piff, like uh, that would be a big fucking deal. That'd be a really big deal. I, I really yeah. do think so. Um, bigger, guess, bigger than probably- Bigger than Rory getting to five, I guess, is the question, though. Yeah. I think he's a good comp, I think, for Ricky. I think it would be like Michelle Wee winning the U.S. Open. It was like a a young prodigy. Everyone expected way more. Went through some dark shit. Came out all of a sudden winner. It's I mean, Michelle Wee's legacy is pretty important to her game. I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe Rick will sort of have that kind of thing. of like, hey, he was the person who was going to bring all these young people to the game. It didn't quite happen, but maybe it did happen in some ways. I like that comp. we're about to get into a period of time when there's a bunch of people who pop up on the tour who are like, hey, I, Ricky was my guy when I was yeah. a kid. I mean, we, we, one of them played yeah. with a practice round with him, whatever, the kid from Wake. So yeah. I, I think, uh, honestly, if we're talking about history, history is a pretty weighty thing. Like Rory going almost 10 years without a, a major and then winning one, I think that'd be a pretty Win- freaking big deal. Was, winning the uh, next so- one after Brooks gets to five. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that, and, and knowing that he's probably going to win at Hoylake if, if Tommy mm. doesn't. Right is is huge, uh, guys. I think was that Dabo r- <laughs> running past you there? This, I think it's a very I'm high traffic area. I'm, I have no idea. I think I'm ready to make a proclamation here. Regardless of what happens tomorrow, I think we can. I think we can start calling him Big Dick Rick again. Wow, I like that. I mean, if you shoot of, 78 tomorrow, what do you got to think of that? No, I, I'm I'm buying long term though. I think he's reachieved Big Dick Rick status. So, are you guys with me? Sure. I think you're the straw that the straw that stirs the drink here, TC. <laughs> you know, we're we're taking our taking our communications orders review. Whatever you got, I think here. I think the I, I do find myself like not rooting for Wyndham Clark, which which sucks to say. I hate to be like old school journo, like rooting for the best story, but that's going to be tough to contextualize amongst all these other storylines that we have here, right? I, I want I, I want to be super clear. Like he definitely can win. 
tomorrow. Yes. That that was yeah. my big takeaway from today is like, yeah, that can be Gary Woodland or that can be, you know, yeah. uh, another major winner like that. That's like, yeah, sometimes that happens. And the guy that is not the best story just plays the best golf and you tip your cap and say, well done. And, you know, look at him putting together like a hell of a year here. But sorry, cut you off there. What do you no. think gets it done? Uh, well, just to say, like, also for Scotty, like it has been an incredible, incredible year that he's gotten not enough out of. Like, he truly yeah. has not. It, it kind of feels a little bit like Rom's 2021, where it was like, dude, you're playing incredible golf. And he, he did win the U.S. Open that year, but it just felt like he was left a lot on the table. And if he walks away from this one, yet another shot in a major. He had a great shot at the PGA, finished second there. He had a great shot last year at Brookline. He's had a lot of really close calls in majors uh, since he won the Masters. And it's his window now. Feels like it's going to last forever, and they never do last forever. And he's got another great opportunity tomorrow. And he he is a level of talent that needs to get to two, right? It would be really weird for his career if he never got a second major, which we got a long ways to go. But, like, you got to get in the second just totally. Like, Rom feels like he's exactly where he should be, and Scotty needs to be there as well, I would say. Kevin? One of the reasons Scotty, I, I threw it Scotty in that comp was not just a Ricky Roy question is because I do think – if he can pick off majors when he's really not playing oh, putting yeah. well, when that yeah. means a lot. That's what the Tiger did. I don't think there's any real Tiger Scotty comp, but if Scotty is like someone who could win six, eight majors or whatever, let's say, then these are the kind of things that you have to sort of steal almost because he's not going to putt like this forever. I mean, TC, I know you raised that question. Maybe he is, but if he, if assuming the putting gets fixed, yeah, he's going to win way more majors. But hell, if he's putting up majors on the board when he's at put, putting with his D game. Holy shit! We might be looking at someone who's in Tom Watson territory, and that sounds stupid. With you know, he's got one, but if he's going to do that, maybe he's going to join Morikawa in Tom Watson uh, category with eight majors, as, <laughs> as TC once proclaimed. <laughs> Listen, major inflation is real. <laughs> um, God, what a good day that's going to be tomorrow. But la- what do you, back yeah. to Ricky one last time. So remember how big of a deal it was when he won the players. Like that was a yeah. pretty seriously big deal, right? And so to go also a major in a players is different than just having a major as well. And that's before the before the players split off and didn't have the best field in golf. Like that was at that time that was the best field you could get together in in any golf tournament. And um, I don't know. I think it's a pretty it. big deal if Ricky wins tomorrow. Yeah, or, yeah. I heard a good take this week that uh, I think is Andy Johnson's that uh, some things start to make more sense historically if, if you count the majors as half of a major. So like Adam Scott has one and a half and, you know, this Ricky has a half and count Matt Kuchar players. has players. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what I'm saying. Count the players as a half major. Yeah. So Matt Kuchar has a half, you know, Tiger has 16, uh, you know, Jack didn't play at Sawgrass, so we're not going to give him any majors for that. But, you know, I think it's Barbara. kind of, they won't count my players. players. Yeah. See who Kim deserves half a major. Craig Perks, you know? things of that yeah. nature. Exactly. Fred Funk, yeah. Paul Goidos. Uh, what do you think? What do you guys think gets it done tomorrow? What's the number? God, I just feel like I, I hate to cop out, but like I, I feel like I need to see the early returns on the golf course, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it, it really that's does matter. Seen, that's all I need is some data. I need the eye <laughs> test. I need the eye test. TC, I'm trying to, I'm trying to meet you there. Would I, you, right. would you so take ten right now? No, I, I'd be surprised if ten got it done. I play this, play this game with me, Sly, for a sec. Let's say that. Scotty, what does Scotty need to do to to win the tournament? He's got to get to ten or eleven, probably, right? So, can he shoot 67, 66? I don't think those guys are going to back up a bunch. Three guys aren't going to all shoot over par. So, what does you and I have picked, Scotty? 
What does he need to do to win it? Is it shoot 66? I think it's 65. I think it's 65. Well, I think, I think it's, it's like 65 67 to win and conditions, right? Like, I think that's the combo. Even if well, we're not going to get, like, we know we're not going to get the conditions. Well, I mean, Jeez. if it's, if it, if it opens up firm somehow tomorrow, like if they truly don't water it tonight and the Marine layer They're, they does were watering up. it like yeah, right I'm sorry as they were to coming say, through. I'm, sorry to report, they were watering it as I was walking off the course. Yeah. So, and it's, it's freaking cold here. I wore a sweatshirt the entire day. I, so. Yeah, I don't see I don't see a path to victory for Scotty. My models are not showing it. I'm sorry. Okay. I think I'm he sorry. can shoot 65 if it's soft. Then that'd be no problem. I, I really, he's left no so problem. much. He's no left problem. so much out there so far. He has been for the last like four months though. I know, but I'm saying like I don't think it would. I would I would not be surprised at all if he shot 65 tomorrow. I would absolutely not. I mean, there's birdie. One's a birdie hole. Three is a good birdie opportunity. Six is a good birdie opportunity, obviously. Eight's a good birdie opportunity. He can create some more birdie opportunities on that front nine with wedges. Uh, he can he can get 15. He can get 14. He can sneak one it, more on one of the big yeah. on the big boy holes. Like it, it's the path is there. I mean, Tom Kim shot 66 today, and you tell me Scotty can't shoot 65 tomorrow. I mean, in the morning when he was out there with like the first tee program. But but if it's not <laughs> if it's benign if it's benign in the afternoon, then why but, can't but he? But like you, all these ifs like apply to everybody. Like if it's benign, then Ricky's <laughs> like made Rory. fucking 40 birdies this week. Rory's, Rory's gonna made, put his like, foot down and then the all gap. of a sudden Ricky shoots two under, and now Scotty's got to shoot. Well, Ricky's got to do it. He's got to go do it. I mean, it can yeah. stuff can shuffle so quickly. It always feels when the night before it feels like how do you overcome these leads? And it's like, dude, one birdie on the uh, make birdie on the first hole. One of these guys makes bogey, plugs one in a bunker. Then all of a sudden it's shuffled and it just starts to feel different. It's just this pausing think, point always feels like. I think know. it always feels the opposite. I think it always feels way easier for somebody to make a big charge and they almost never do. I think but two and four are going to be massive, massive holes tomorrow. Like yeah. two, buckle up, four, you know, four and five kind of, and then you can kind of feed a little bit after that. I think I just don't think like you've got two guys at minus ten. You've got Rory at minus nine. I think at least one of those guys, at least gets to minus eleven. Like, I, like, in, I and so. so that's a playoff. Scotty has to shoot 66. sixty-six to get to a playoff, sixty-five to win outright. And like, I could see one or two of those guys getting to like minus twelve or minus thirteen if it's has, if it's has anyone hard. ever shot other than Johnny Miller? 65 to win a US Open from behind. That would be a great question. I mean, it, you don't see a lot of 65s in the US Open. Uh, that's no. there's a reason why Johnny Miller's fucking shit was like Hall of Fame. You know, I legend did, held did, up for at Oakmont. What did DJ yeah. shoot in the final round? 67? 67, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and that Rom was three back in at Torrey Pines, I would say. Um, three years ago, shot 67, five under in the final round to, uh, or I don't know what the par was, but he shot 67 in the final round to go win that one. That was also, yeah, that's true. He also, Bryson's gut exploded, if you re- remember. <laughs> like, too many, was, there was a freak oh. storm that that helped him out there, too. Too many protein shakes. Just, yeah. oh. Dustin Johnson was also, oh, really bad. he was three back going into the uh, the final round of the 2016 uh, U.S. Open at Oakmont. So they USG, right. USG. They tried to take it away the... from him, and he still won. Sally, I got a, I, I've got a wager for you tomorrow. Oh God. Uh Tommy versus Scotty. Okay. Straight up. Sure thing. Same bet. What time's Tommy teeing off? Seven. If or eight? I, if I win, oh. you have to run to my house and back to your house and then back to my house. Uh, that's too much. <laughs> I, that's the most up. I would have worked out in this the shuttle this run. Month. 
I will come. I will come in the show, run to your house, and, and shut off your mic. That that will be how we end the show tomorrow night. All right, if that Let's works. You're in, you're in a tux again tomorrow night. That thing's gonna tux. smell. Yeah, we get that clean cleaned. Can you expense that? <laughs> Listen, guys, it's not. I mean, it's not like I'm wearing the full thing here. I got, I got shorts on. <laughs> oh, oh Wolfie just texted me. Uh, Arnold Palmer uh, yeah. shot sixty five at uh, Aaron at a Cherry Hills. Which Wolfie, you know, I'm, I'm going to invoke plumbers and firemen. I'm going to say that was <laughs> sixty five years ago. We just we might be playing a slightly different game. Uh, TC, can we please, for the love of Christ? I know this isn't good radio, uh, but we got to show the picture of Blocky. Oh. If, if, if Cody's got oh it, uh, Blocky was uh, out at the uh, out at LACC. This was a, a photo from our guy, Roger Steele. A very Gosh. heartfelt caption. Uh, but this kid losing it at, at meeting Blocky was just one of the one of my favorite photos I think I've ever seen. Yeah, and the, and the, the hovering hands where he's not quite touching. Flashing guy, his watch. Flashing the watch. Uh, just truly why I think one of the top five funniest photos. Grown men, very strong men, came up to me, <laughs> tears in their eyes, just <laughs> telling me, please, Mr. Blocky, please. This was, bring, I think he was. Bring, between, bring back joy to the game. <laughs> between doers and uh, raising canes activations. He, he had a doers, he had a doers hat on without vowels on it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and, and yeah, uh, Raj said, nah, bro, this one took me out <laughs> crying while hugging Blocky is next level Blocky. Never forget the way you made people feel. I think. Or, or... Oh, my can God. we give a, a, a shout out to, uh, Matthew Stafford was on the grounds, uh, today and just a tough, tough angle, uh, for the interview that he had today. I, I guess this is like the whole thing for all the reality TV stars out in LA these days, these veneers, are a mm. tough scene. They're a really tough scene, and they're really, really obvious. I want to shout out Meg Atkins for screenshotting it uh, on, on top of ha- also screenshotting the Stephen Ames one from a few weeks ago. But uh, a tough scene for Mr. Matthew Stafford. But there is someone, of course, in the field that I think uh, had some admiration for it. That'd be uh, that'd be Mr. Mr. Kepka, who got an upgrade after winning his uh, first major championship. But yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, I think Spencer so obvious. From, uh, Spencer from the Hills was a big, big, big veneers guy, big mm. LA guy as well. Sure. Um, so. That'd be a good bet. Loser has to give veneers. <laughs> Are veneers permanent? I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I can I speak speak truth here for a sec? I don't even know what veneers are. Like, are they actually they're caps? Like, on your new teeth? No, caps on your teeth? Okay. Yeah, I learned yeah. that today as well because I did not. I did not know the full answer on that one. Okay. Um, I'm sure there'll be some people in the comments uh, chiming in here as to how how all this stuff works. Uh, Tron, I wanted to stop by the Stan Kroenke uh, corporate tent here and just give him your regards because I, I know you're a big sports, fan. Sports the most successful man in sports at the moment, apparently. You know what? Stan Kroenke and I stand together. Both of us hate, hate St. Louis. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm down with Kroenke. All right. I'm going to get us out of here on this. You can only say... A first name and a last name on the way out here. Kevin, who wins the U.S. Open tomorrow? Roy McIlroy. Tron, I believe I've stated the rules as clearly as I possibly can. You can say a first name and a last name. Who wins the U.S. Open tomorrow? Big Dick Rick. I'll allow that. That that's that's actually that works for me. DJ Pie, who wins the U.S. Open? Oh God, uh, Rory. I am sticking with it. 
only because I'm extremely stubborn. Uh, Scotty Scheffler wins the U.S. Open tomorrow. So I'm, I'm oh, worried no that Wyndham Clark. S- I'm worried by that by saying Rory Scotty. I, I I moved away from Scotty. I've been on him all week, Solly. I'm worried that I I might have jinxed it. I'm really tempted to to go back to Scotty. I don't know if that's allowed. Sure. Uh, God, it's tough. Yeah. What's your final? If you want to switch, you, but you have to stick with and then it. Sarge, and then we gotta go to Sarge. Too. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, I'm going. I'm going Scotty. Yeah, let's it's, go. It's the reverse jinx. <laughs> Let's Sarge, do it. who's your pick? Who's going to win the US Open tomorrow? Never, uh, not changed since yesterday. Still Rory McIlroy. The kid's coming. Did My you- tagline, I've seen it. From Hollywood to Hollywood, it's all, the stars are aligning tomorrow. Don't worry. We don't need a, a walk of fame or anything. It's Rory's day. We, we've undersold what, how big of a deal that would be if, if Rory goes and yeah. wins this US Open. It'd be a big, big fucking deal. I guess I, I'm wondering if, if the old course is just too fresh in my mind. Um, We've been here with Rory a lot in the last nine years. Listen, you don't want to get hurt. You're trying to you're trying to make sure that you don't you don't get hurt. You've got kind of fight or flight kind of thing going on here. And yeah, I think I that's, that's fair. Fine. I think that's fair. I think that's understandable. So, um, KB, I think uh, we can all agree that it would be a massive, massive black eye for golf if Scotty won. <laughs> I, I think we would agree that you would say that. I totally. Uh, we can all agree that that is a TC take. <laughs> he got his driver figured out. You know, we we showed the video yesterday of him kind face of uh, chucking it. Yeah. Yeah, face collapse. It's funny that that just keeps happening over there. I don't quite get Weird. it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I might have to dig in on that. I can't believe that hasn't been a bigger story. Uh, we're not really the place to cover that as being somebody sponsored by another uh, OEM. But yeah, the face the faces are have been an issue. Uh, so we'll see. Maybe more to come. On that. What's going on over there? <laughs> Peter Costas's rule is uh, maybe a little bit more achievable than we ever gave it credit for. Hey, with my with my good clubs, I shot seventy two today. Now it's five thousand yards, but you know, it was. Were you at Gankus' place? That's sick. you're already Gankus. up. You're already up from forty seven hundred yards. By the end of the week, it's going to be at seven thousand <laughs> yeah, yards. That's true. That's true. Well, I I was you know stepping it way back okay. off the back tees, two feet I, off the rough. Yeah, that's the only to be fair. He blew it over a lot of greens. Did you go there? Yes, that's that's the place where Smartin grew up. Uh, Sean Martin, in case you're unfamiliar with that, uh, and Chris Como. That's right. A lot of uh, talk about how Como used to like hit off the concrete there to practice his swing. Uh, It's part of Sean's many legends that he's told. No, it was a fun place. Like if you lived there near there, like Sean did. Apparently, like the kids' guests or the kids' uh, dues were like six dollars to play the course. Uh, seemed like a great, like you know, family community place. Now they were setting up his whole shtick, whatever. When we were uh, headed out, we we teed off at five fifteen. It was great. Hell yeah! It was Love as it. dark when we teed off as it was this evening uh, when they were wrapping up at LACC. So. Was the lawn chair out and all that? All the all the little sticks coming out of the lawn cool chair. Noodles. <laughs> Not yet. I'm sure they were coming, but they were getting Gucci somewhere in the in the back of someone's trunk. It's Gucci. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. I'm surprised you didn't get in the queue, man. Have him take a look at your swing. I could use some speed. I don't know. I There's could definitely always use tomorrow morning. I, I could definitely use getting shallow, but uh no, not did not yet. I can't pay like the fifteen hundred dollars he charges for lessons now. You can block you both. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It we might have to have one of us circuit. go get a lesson from Blocky. That could be some good content. Blocky's sure. on cameo now. It's true. <laughs> might need to free up a little liquidate a little cash from the budget to <laughs> need a little reach out to randy cash. Yeah. especially if it caught i mean pray for randy man you know we didn't really talk about that but 
if Rory wins, if Ricky wins, oh, God. <laughs> there's just a lot of doomsday scenarios for, for Randy. I mean, Ricky Fowler wins the U.S. Open at 13 under. I was going to say, he's got an easy bailout on that. Like, it doesn't count. It was at 13 that's under. True. That actually, that's, that's very consistent for, for his takes. Good point. So, um, and if, you, if you've missed the previous two nights, Randy had a death in the family and is unable to join us. Uh, this week we may be able to get a statement from him at some point if we get to one of those scenarios tomorrow night but um, obviously respecting his privacy at this time so um anything else before we wrap always a dangerous come question through. come through tomorrow there will be a block party i'm rooting for rory the most that would be the most fun i think uh, just from from afar it sounds like i can't come to the party no dude this is what? the whole thing <laughs> Who you just said? Uh, yeah, I just don't think he's gonna win. I don't know. I, think I didn't say he's not gonna win. I'm questioning last whether time he we will. set up the well, last you time didn't we say set he's up the not block party. Win, you came you over. Just pick. Yeah. What do you? Yeah, what do you pick someone like, else. How to is win? that not a binary thing? No, I didn't pick him not to win. I just picked someone else to win. <laughs> I picked him not to win <laughs> before the week started. That's oh, gonna right. be. Yeah. That's gonna. I'm playing that one really, really tight. TC, I think you're off the hook with your Xander pick because uh, I played it perfectly. Played it very well. You played it very. Thank you. So last time we set up. Last time we set up the block party, Solly, all you did was come over and look at the appetizer spread. You made fun of us because of the that's not true board at all. Wasn't good enough. I picked him. Weather out. It's, oh, it's no. about the take, rain, guys. No, it's about the rain. Eggs. Eggs. No, no, no. You no. set your toothpicks everywhere. They I were in your mouth, him. man. The Masters, I did that. Okay, I did that. The Masters, but the PJ Championship, I picked him to win. I was there from the beginning all the way to the cleanup at the end. There's I won't take thing. that. Peg you pack, you pack it in. You pack it out. You just left a trail everywhere. That's nonsense. All this poor lower enlisted had to clean up your filth. I all I've told Neil I will always be there to help clean up the mess. Okay, I'm just I can't always be there to prepare. All right, I got a lot going on. A lot of things we're juggling right now. Guys, I I, well, I can't I attend the block party because bro. I'm working the block party. <laughs> I will be there with the with the hors d'oeuvres. We'll we'll smoke one with you after the party's over. Like I'll back. <laughs> I mean, you, we'll just go by the dumpster and like you know talk about the long day. You guys, I'm not going to be doing this. TC, I'm not, not going to be doing this fucking job forever, man. I wrote a screenplay. <laughs> TC, do not. Do not get someone look at it. Do not get in a car with Kendall Roy tomorrow night after the <laughs> no. party. That's the last. I won't get in a car with Bob Huggins either. <laughs> oh, <laughs> full circle. One thing from a, a lively, lively chat tonight. I appreciate everybody tuning into the live show. Of course, they mean the world to us people on the podcast. If you'd like to come join on the live show, we do it at the conclusion of every round over on our YouTube channel. Shout out to Poosh Daddy. Had a concert tonight lively action in the chat tonight i appreciate him showing up and mm. and talking about like a long day of, of us watching golf i don't know how somebody could like he watched golf all day when and played a show and then jumps on and, and hangs out with us chuckleheads so i appreciate him tc i appreciate you kvv i i appreciate you happy father's day tomorrow morning gentlemen solly uh this i'm not going to tell you that your cats don't count yet but uh next year i'll, I'll give you the same Thank you. I, I, we owe this to and Neil. I've, I've been promising him uh, to do some house ads at the end of these shows. But uh, if you're looking for more ways to support the show, you can, of course, join The Nest. You can do that at nolangup.com slash join. Learn all about what The Nest is. It's our premium membership platform. Get your discounts in the store. And you can find the store at store.nolangup.com. All kinds of hoodies, polos, towels, tees, everything you could possibly imagine. We are always stocked, and we greatly appreciate everyone's support of our content during these busy weeks. And all the late nights, we've you all have been pouring in both to listen and uh, you guys as well to help host and coordinate and produce. So with that, I cannot wait to watch some major championship uh, finale golf tomorrow. Uh, it's been a really fun week. We thank everyone for joining and for 
the constant comments has been as, about as lively as possible, and it's a lot of fun to see them pop up, and we greatly appreciate everyone's support. So see you all tomorrow night. Cheers. I'm through. Cheers. Cheers. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Expect anything different?